Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm Francesca and I'm back in my dining chair uh, blanket fort in my dining room because I've made the move. I've made the move from a dressing room. I feel like here under this blanket, I mean, I look fucking crazy. If anyone comes and knocks on my door and sees me, I do look legit crazy. A pregnant woman hunched under a blanket. (laughs) by herself um but I think that the quality is actually better so who needs a recording studio this is what I got let's make the most of it um how many of you listened to last week's episode and how many of you started the magic? I know there were a ton of you over on my Instagram saying that you were starting it or you had starting it and that you were loving it but I also want to ask a tougher question how many of you started it and have since fallen off the bandwagon. How many of you have not stuck to it and have reverted back to your old ways? I'm going to say 
a fair few of you because I've been there, bitch. I've done it myself. The amount of times I've started that and I've not finished it, the amount of times that I'm halfway through and even though I'm seeing results, I don't finish it. So I feel you. There's no judgment here. And that's why today I want to talk about the importance of habits and rituals and self-discipline, because that is a huge part of achieving your goals. So we know that things like the magic and practices that we can find online are great to give you inspiration and motivation. And best of all, they work. If you apply them, they fucking work. But that doesn't make it any easier to actually stick to it and see it through. We are genetically wired, our brains are wired to go down the path of least resistance. It's called the law of least effort. And it's from when we had to conserve our energy. If we're presented with two options, we will always choose the one that gives us the more instant gratification and will conserve our energy. That is the least effort. So basically, we're all fucked. So the good news is that there are tons of manifestation processes and 28 day structures and all that kind of stuff, one week structures, whatever it is you're looking for, that will help you to achieve your goals. But the bad news is that if you've found a great podcast or video or quote or process and you want to follow it, the inspiration, the motivation that you find when you first find it and you're like, wow, this is going to change my life. That shit don't last. It does not last. Willpower does not last. Inspiration does not last. Motivation does not last. You can't live on motivation. Self-discipline is the only way of achieving your goals and reaching your full potential long term. Now, when you hear self-discipline, you might think, oh, Fran, this sounds fucking tedious and this sounds horrible. Self-discipline, discipline in itself sounds like a bad thing. It sounds like a punishment, but it's actually the complete opposite. It is the opposite of punishment. It is the greatest reward that you can give yourself. Self-discipline is to forego immediate pleasure in exchange for long-term happiness and fulfillment. And who doesn't want that? It's the ultimate form of self-love or self-care. And it is the centre of all material success. If you look at anything anybody has achieved, actors, sports personalities, um, authors, anyone in your life, you look at them and think, fuck, you're doing good. That has come about because of self-discipline. It's not because of something they did once five years ago. They didn't go to a seminar once five years ago and change their fucking life in two days. They didn't do something once. They did it Every day they worked at it and that's how they got there. So I've talked a little bit in the past about how I sometimes feel like I have to treat myself as I would my young daughter, Bohemia. Um, Sometimes I don't treat myself with the most love and respect that I would her. I make sure that she's well taken care of and that she's stimulated and that she's educated and that she's entertained and that she's doing all the right things. And yet I don't do that for myself. Um, But really, self-discipline is about showing yourself the highest form of love. It's when you want to eat that fourth KFC in a week. I may or may not be talking about myself right now. We don't know. It's me. You just need to say to yourself, I love you too much to let you eat that. If you have high standards and you have self-discipline, you will be saying to yourself, I love you too much. I'm sorry, bitch, but you're not having it. It's the same way that I would treat my daughter if she... This girl asks for McDonald's all the time. Do I give it to her? No, because I love her too much for that. But do I love myself enough 
to not have McDonald's every fucking day? No. And it's a journey. It's something I'm working on. Bear with. It's the same way if you know that if you drink, you get messy, you can't stop at three, you're going to have two bottles of rosé, you're going to be on the floor, you're going to be vomiting, and you might not make it to your big meeting or to see your clients or for your big test the next day. But some people will still go out and self-destruct and do that. But self-discipline and self-love is about saying, I love you too much to let you go out and fuck yourself up and fuck up your day tomorrow. What does that sound like? It sounds like a parent talking to their teenage child. You are your own child. I'm my child. You're your child. We're all each other's children. So it's great to think about when you're setting goals and attempting manifestations, what is it that gets in our way of achieving them? It's said that we don't create abundance. Abundance is always present. We simply create limitations. Let that fucking sink in. That comes from my Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, what are you doing with your life? It's Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And I think deep down, not even consciously, we don't believe that we deserve the good things that we want. That's why people stay in bad jobs. That's why people stay in bad relationships. They believe that that is truly all that they deserve. And we need to remove those blockages. I think a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the biggest thing to get over in manifestation is removing the blockages. And it's not always easy. It's not always simple. But one of the easiest ways to do this is to be worthy, to increase your self-worth, to increase your self-esteem. And how do you do that? Through self-discipline. You're disciplined with yourself if you love yourself. Self-esteem is so important, particularly, I see it all the time, particularly for mothers or fathers, but mostly I'm going to say mothers. I'm going to put it out there. Mothers. We are judged so fucking much. We are expected to make sure our children are eating the right things and wearing the right things and doing the right things and learning the right things and fucking doing everything right. Not watching too much TV, not having screen time, getting enough exercise, not getting too much exercise, having the right vitamins, eating the right things. Are you steaming their vegetables? Were they breastfed? Everything. And yet we are judged so much if we have a night out or a holiday or we get ourselves new clothes. As mothers, I feel like we're judged if we do that. But actually, you're setting the greatest example to your children, particularly if you have daughters, to be like, no, I'm not just your mother. My name is also Francesca. I'm a person too. (laughs) It makes me laugh because... Sometimes Bohemia does call me Francesca and it makes me lol. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to your children to show that you are more than just a mother. You are a person in your own right and you are worthy of so many things. Trust me, they might not see it now, although I do think they see it when they're young, but they certainly will see it when they're your adult children. Because after all, our children are all going to grow up. They're all going to be adults one day and they're going to be looking at the decisions that you made and how you lived your life. Something to think about, something else to keep us awake at night. So to attract great things into your life, you have to feel worthy of them. That is the biggest blockage to get out of the way. You have to feel worthy of what you are trying to manifest. So how do you feel about yourself? And most importantly, how do you demonstrate that on the outside? You can't let how you feel about yourself be dictated by others. You can't let whether you feel good about yourself or bad, be dependent on whether your partner has complimented you today, on how many Instagram followers you got today, or on what your friends are saying. 
It has to come from within because if you're relying on other people, that shit is going to be up and down more times than a horse draws. You need to be on a level and you need to have a consistent, stable self-love. And that comes from you. That comes from no one else. It's good and bad news. It's good because it means you are completely, completely in control of it. And actually, there is no bad news. Bad news is you've got to, you've got to work for it. You have to cultivate it. But that's not bad news. It's just more good news. As Oprah once said, I am the master of my own fate. And that is very, very powerful to hear because you realise that actually the world can be against you. You can have people trying to fuck your shit up. You can have enemies. You can be born with several disadvantages that mean that you feel like the world is against you. But if you don't have self-discipline and self-discipline is simply consistently choosing actions that are in your best interests. If you don't have that, guess who else is against you? Yourself. It's a fucking inside job. Be the one person on your side. And trust me, everyone else will respond to that. Give them time. Everyone else will respond to how you treat yourself. I remember <laughs> my sister always reminds me years ago, I read this dating book, very dodgy, self-published on Amazon. Um, I think it was about dating old rich men. Uh, look, don't judge me. And I remember, I think her name was Tiffany, but she always said, don't treat yourself like a cubic zirconia because then other people will treat you like a cubic zirconia. You are a fucking diamond. But now it turns out the diamonds are worthless as well. Have you seen? De Beers have just been keeping them all. Massive storages of diamonds and only releasing a few at a time. So we all think they're worth a lot. But whatever. You know what I'm saying. So Tony Robbins, as always, has a lot to say about everything, including the formation of habits and rituals. And what he says is the most important thing to do when trying to establish new habits or break old habits is to simply raise your standards. Everyone in life gets their musts, but hardly anyone gets their shoulds. So you're always like, oh, I really should lose weight. It ain't going to fucking happen if you say it like that. Oh, I really should get my whatever. It's not going to happen. Your shits don't happen. Your musts, your musts happen. So a good example in my life is that six years ago, I made the decision that I did not want to work for someone else. I didn't want to work in a nine to five. I didn't want to work for a company. I didn't want to work for anybody. I wanted to be my own boss. And I have found that to be such a liberating experience and something that is so, so right for me that for me, that is a must to maintain that lifestyle. Going back to how I was before, working for someone else, someone else telling me what time to get up, someone else telling me what to do, that for me is non-negotiable in my life, at least at this point in my life. Who knows in the future it might change, but I seriously fucking doubt it. So that for me is a must. So my musts are I have to give my clients a great service every time. I have to turn up for every client. I have to make sure that my business runs well. And so for me, it's not even an effort to try and get to my clients on time or to try and give everyone a great service. It's There's no effort there whatsoever because it's simply a must for me to maintain my lifestyle of how I want to live my life. That is what I have to do. And this is the good news. This is the great, great news is that there's a tipping point where your should becomes a must. It might be that you get bad news. Um, 
cancer or diabetes and you suddenly think do you know what all these years of smoking or drinking or eating badly it's no longer a, oh I should change that I really should no it's a must I want to be around for my children to see me as they grow up I want to be there on their wedding day and their graduation day for me it is a must and this is where it gets really exciting when that tipping point happens just like with me my tipping point was, I cannot work for someone else anymore. This is the only lifestyle for me. It becomes effortless. You don't need to motivate yourself to do these things. You don't need to inspire yourself. You don't need willpower. It becomes automatic. You don't even think about it. So a great example of looking at our standards is to look at your physical body today. Lord help me, you do not want to see mine. Um, this is not a reflection. Your physical body is not a reflection of your beliefs. It's not a reflection of your goals or your desires. Your body is a reflection of your habits and your standards. How you treat your body, what you feed it, what you do to it, do you work out? All of those things show how you feel about yourself and how much love you show yourself. Are you simply choosing the easy option? Maybe it's something you'd never thought of before. And we're going to get on later to uh, which areas of your life that you want to improve and what's important for you. But I think in general, even if you're one of these people that can eat, 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 and you don't put on weight, we all should be looking after our bodies. Our bodies are our physical manifestation in this life and it's what carries us through. Without your health, you have nothing. And so I think that's a really good example for us to all look at our self-love and our self-discipline is to look at our bodies and how we treat them. And trust me, I'm not preaching to you here because I... I am one of the worst people for this. I'm learning here along with you. This is my favourite fucking part because I'm learning along with you. And my diet leaves a lot to be fucking desired. And it is a true, true goal of mine to be healthier for me, for my children and for Lord Jesus our Christ. No, not him, but you know, everyone. So I hope you can see what I'm saying is that self-discipline in getting into the habit of rituals and habits of doing things every single day, it may sound really boring, but actually it's the ultimate form of self-care, of self-love. And if you start to shift who you believe you are, everything else in your life will begin to shift and how other tr people treat you will also begin to shift. So we all need to move into that state of setting our standards, raising our standards and just fucking stepping up. The law of attraction is just not about just sitting in a corner and fucking wishful thinking. I wish it were, but it's not. Law of attraction is action. We're moving on to the action part. This shit is real. If you're not here for it, I'm sorry, but this is real. This is what we need to do. So I had a little look at the habits and rituals of the most successful people in the world. And of course, success looks different to everyone. For me, some people might look at me and be like, she's not successful. But for me, you know, I'm a single parent. I work for myself. I have two businesses. I literally work two days a week. I have complete flexible working so that I can look after my children. For me, that is the ultimate success. When I look at other people that don't have control over their own lives, they don't have freedom over their time. They don't have freedom over where they are. And I have that. Hashtag blessed. But of course, for everybody, success looks different. So it's important for you to realise what does success look like for you? 
the most important one, the one that I think is the most widely known and is just the absolute game changer is waking up early and having a morning routine. So there have been a million and one books written about this, notably The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Um, Tony Robbins does an hour of power every morning. And there's also a book called The 5am Club by Robin Sharma. Um, But I'm actually going to do my next episode all about the power of a morning routine because I just bought the Miracle Morning book and I'm going to read it this week. And I think I'm going to be so fucking pumped up on it that next week that is what our episode is going to be about. The power of waking up earlier than you have to sends such a massive signal to the universe. Most of us wake up when we actually have to. We set our alarm, working backwards, being like, okay, I need to catch a train at this time. So I need to be out the house by this time. So I need to be up by this time. That is telling the universe, I am getting up at the very latest that I have to. I have nothing better to do in the morning other than be unconscious. And I will only get up when I have to, to go to a job I don't want to do or to have to look after somebody um, or, or to fulfill some kind of obligation to somebody else. We don't want to start the day with that energy. We want to start the day working on ourselves. And it can be as little as six minutes. Some people do a six minute miracle morning. Other people do about an hour, like a 20 minute, 20 minute, 20 minute. There's so much on this. Like I said, I'm going to do a whole miracle morning thing next week. So get excited for that. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. But for this week, this is my challenge for you. Trade one night of Netflix for a morning of goal setting and reading and waking up early. And I swear to you, even without doing an inch of research on how to do a hour of power or miracle morning or whatever else, I'm telling you that day will be the best day of your week. Try it. Try it. What's the worst that could happen? Tell me I'm wrong. Follow me on Instagram. Tell me I'm wrong. Comment on my Instagram saying, Fran, you were wrong. I got up at 6am today and it was shit. I had the worst day ever. I guarantee you it won't happen. So other things highly successful people do is that they read every single day. Elon Musk reads for hours a day. Warren Buffett reads eight hours a day. Little bit excessive. Ain't nobody got time for that. But reading is so good for your mental health. It's good for your brain health. It actually stops dementia. But also, it depends on what you're reading. I mean, I like a good novel along with the best of them. But there are so many books out there that will give you knowledge. So much knowledge. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Power of Now, The Slight Edge, all these books, The Secret, everything. These people have been researching for years and they put it all concisely together in a little book for $7.99 and you can get all of that knowledge. They are giving it to you. I'm very excited about books, sorry. 
Number three is that people work on themselves every single day. Um, so this is in self-improvement, but also um, in your morning routine. What a lot of people like to include in it is meditation, daily gratitude, journaling, visualization, simply time to work on yourself. So I must admit, despite having done quite a few what I call miracle mornings, I basically have just been getting up an hour or two earlier than I normally would and just getting shit done. But I haven't even read the book and I think I kind of misunderstood the assignment. So you actually should get up and work on yourself, on your long-term goals and on your plans and on your visions for you as a person. I was doing that classic working mum thing where I was getting up and thought that I was achieving stuff. And I mean, I was, it felt fucking great, but I was working on my businesses, uh, getting life admin done, stuff for my daughter, stuff for my home. I wasn't actually working on me. And there's so much that I need to work on. I know that I have real, real problems with like men and relationships and I have so many issues there. And I'm always like, I don't have time to work on it. I don't have the bandwidth. But that is actually what I should be working on in the morning. So that is something I'm going to be doing this week. I'm very excited about it. But self-improvement, that is something that highly successful people do. They're constantly striving to feel, do and be better. Um, this can mean in any context to be a better person, to be a better business person, a better mother, a better partner, etc., etc. If you look at Oprah, she didn't reach a point or Beyonce, she didn't reach a point and say, I'm good enough. I'm not going to try anymore. Look at Kanye West. He strives constantly to be innovative and to metamorphosize and, and to constantly better himself. And that is something that all highly successful people have in common. Look at Kim Kardashian. I mean, that bitch doesn't need anything. She's doing a law degree. She had a new baby coming and she did a law degree. She's striving. Number, is it number four? I've lost count of the numbers. Um, But whatever number this is, they make sacrifices. Successful people make sacrifices. So if you want to start working on your goals, one of the first things that people sacrifice in return for their dreams is their free time. That is what you will sacrifice. You will either be doing it in the morning before work or you'll be sacrificing your time after work in order to make your dreams come true. 99% of people will not bother to do this. I remember years ago, I was working my nine to five job and I started up my spray tanning business just from home. And I would literally run to get out of the door at 5.30. I would get on the tube. I would run home. And often by the time that I had reached my front door, my first client would be there waiting for me at six o'clock. And I would do spray tans in my kitchen through until like nine or 10 o'clock at night. I sacrificed my evenings after a whole day at work to do this. But boy, am I glad I fucking did it because after a year or so of doing that, I could quit my job. And I can't tell you one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life was handing in my notice and word getting around that I was leaving. And people were like, oh, where are you going to? Like, have you got a new job? And I'm like, no, bitch, I don't have a new job. I'm leaving to live the life of my fucking dreams. And yes, I might be doing some spray tans a couple of days a week, but I will be living the life of my dreams and I'm not looking back. You can't make me look back. And it was the best feeling ever. And so am I glad that I made those sacrifices in the evenings? Of course. What would I have been doing? Watching TV? Scrolling through my phone? Getting drunk with friends? I mean, I still did that. It was 100% worth the sacrifice time. 
And the final thing that I found that a lot of successful people do daily, what is their daily habit or routine, is that they exercise. Um, I am guilty. I can't remember the last time I fucking exercised, um, but I sure as hell, once these babies are out, it is something that I strive to add into my routine because I'm 35. I'm getting old. I want to be around for my children. I want to be around to live my best life and exercise is a massive part of that, but I'm no expert. So let's move on. So anyway, the cycle of improvement is a three-step process. Number one is the awareness. I want you to all to sit down and make a list of what you would like to improve. And these might be goals that you want to set yourself, um, things that you want to manifest, and then what steps you need to take in order to get there. And they're not crazy, massive steps. There's something that you can do every single day in order to get there. And we are looking for consistency over intensity here, i.e. something that you're willing to do every single day rather than some crazy, i.e. running a crazy marathon on a weekend or a, a tough mudder or whatever, but then you sit on your fucking sofa for the next month. It's actually better to get up and do a walk every single morning for the next month. Consistency over intensity. Number two, the second step is deliberate practice. Focus conscious effort on the area that you want to improve. And number three is the habit. With practice, the effortful becomes effortless. Remember I said it to you, it becomes a must. Something that's happened to me recently, um, I've started writing gratitude lists in the morning. And for me, that has become a must. It's something that I can't afford not to do. It's something that I'm not willing to not do. Um, and so it becomes effortless. It becomes automatic. That is the, the, the point that you are trying to get to with this. And remember that the greatest threat to success is not failure. It's not failure. It's boredom. You're going to get bored. You're going to reach a plateau in 20 days and be like, ugh, this isn't getting me any results because it's small things. You won't see the difference right away. But trust me, you need to keep on with the process and you will transform your life. Your life is transformed by not setting goals or having beliefs. Your life is transformed by your lifestyle. What is your lifestyle? How do you live it every single day? It's important to be forgiving with your past self, strict with your present self and flexible with your future self. So anyway, there's some great books I can recommend to you. Um, there's a book called Atomic Habits, um, The Power of Habit. And there's a very old book called The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People that people seem to fucking love. The list of books that I have to read is getting longer and longer by the day. But with my new habit of reading daily, that will not be a problem. But I am thinking of maybe dedicating one podcast per month to almost like a little book club. So like I said, the first one I do intend to be The Miracle Morning, which will be next week. So if you want to buy that book, um, I'll leave the uh, link in the show notes. You can get it on Amazon. And next week I will be talking all about that. There's also a great Instagram account called Behaviour Hack. Um, and there's another guy um, on Instagram called James Clear. And he wrote a book called Atomic Habits. And he has some great stuff on his Instagram. I think he also does a free newsletter you can sign up to. That is all about training your mind, um, developing self-discipline and positive habits and all that good shit. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. Um, I really hope that you have taken on board what I've said. I hope that I've said it clearly and concisely enough. It's hard to tell with this baby brain. I feel like I'm operating with mild dementia. Um, it's really strange. It's like a real brain fog. I have to write down everything. Otherwise, I don't remember it. People will tell me things and I'm like, no way, get out of town. And they're like, Fran, I told you this three days ago. 
I am struggling slightly with the old hormones, um, but I hope that this all made sense to you. And I hope that you can see that the law of attraction, like I said, is not just wishful thinking. It's putting into action. It's strategy. Tony Robbins always says he gets really angry when people say that he's just a motivational speaker. He's like, I don't motivate. Motivation only gets you so far. It is about applying strategy to your life, applying discipline and making your dream life happen, consciously creating what you want to happen. So I've got faith in you all. Please share with me your results. Follow me on Instagram. I'm at Law of Attraction Change My Life. Or if you want to see a scan picture that looks like a picture of someone's bum, but it's actually my twins' heads laid next to each other, you can follow my personal page. I'm at Francesca Gramba. Honestly, it's a real treat. Um, thank you for joining me. I'll see you next week for Miracle Morning. I'm very, very excited about it. And thanks for listening. See you next week. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.